You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me, save thou. Well, uh, for most of the last ten weeks, every Monday night, I have had a paper due for my doctoral class. Um, it's due by 6 p.m. because class begins at 7 and the professor uploads it so we can share them with one another. And it's based on something he's assigned us to read. And what I discover every week um, is that I, I read the assigned readings, whatever they are, articles or books or whatever. And, um, and I sit there on Friday thinking to myself, I've got a whole weekend ahead. What should I say about this? And I turn on Microsoft Word and I stare at the screen and it's blank. And it stares back at me, waiting for me to fill it with with words. And the blinker goes beep, beep. And finally, in despair, the computer gives up on me and goes to screensaver. And I just can't see, I, I don't know what to write about this stuff. And then I get, the, I, I, maybe I can get some notes down throughout the week. And then as, as time goes on, as Saturday becomes Sunday, and Sunday becomes Monday morning, and Monday morning becomes Monday afternoon, and 6 p.m. looms larger and larger, inspiration strikes. <laughs> And I have something to write. <laughs> it's not always the most brilliant thing, but I've got something to write. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how a deadline can just motivate us? <laughs> well, that's what Jesus' parable is about today. These last couple of weeks um, of the church years we're heading into Christ the King Sunday are never the most pleasant readings. In Matthew 25, that whole, this whole chapter is full of Jesus giving us warnings to pay attention to the end times and count our time well. He's reminding us of our deadline <laughs> and we need to pay attention. And it's easy. Jesus Jesus sums this up for us. This is not like Aesop's fables where we need to figure out what the moral of the story is. He tells us in the last line, watch, therefore. (laughs) So it's easy for us to just take the moral of the story and walk away with it and, and not let it change us the way it should. Because we've heard these stories so many times. So I want to pause with you over a few details of Jesus' parable that we may not have noticed. As we start today's reading, um, Jesus has just come off of the story he tells about if the master knew at what time the thief was arriving, then he would not have let his house be plundered. So he says, again, he's been saying, keep awake, watch, pay attention. But notice how this parable begins. The wise and the foolish virgins all fall asleep. It's like he almost knows what's going to come in a couple chapters when he's praying in Gethsemane like we have the picture in the narthex and Peter and John and James aren't going to be able to stay awake with him. 
They're not unfaithful. But, as they say, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. That's all of us, folks. Even the most faithful are going to spiritually fall asleep from time to time, not be paying attention, not be watching for the coming of the Lord. So we all need the grace of God because we're all going to fall down on the job. And here's another piece you may have missed in the parable, is that we all do get the grace of God. At the beginning of the parable, all the wise and the foolish virgins are all given what they need. When you're invited to a wedding in the ancient world, you're given everything you will need to attend the wedding. It's not at your expense that you're invited. The only difference between the wise and the foolish virgins is what use they make of the gifts they've been given. But they've all been given the oil, they've all been given the lamps, now what are they going to do with them? And this is us too. God has lavishly given us everything we need for the building up of our faith. Every week. Worship is available for us to attend, to hear the Word of God read, to hear it proclaimed, to then come, and on the right weeks, of course, come to the table and be fed. We have the opportunity for wise counsel with friends who also have a walk with God right now. And we have the opportunity to confess our sins and hear God's word of forgiveness in return as Deacon Michael led us in at the beginning of our worship service. Everything we need for the building up of our faith is available to us all the time. Will we be wise or foolish in taking advantage of it so that our faith may be built up? It's only later that we have to go at our own expense and try to buy the oil. It's a gift from God now. The other thing I want you to notice is that when the bridegroom comes, he comes for everyone. He comes for everyone. But some people are prepared to receive him and some people are not. And this too is a picture of what we see St. Paul talking about in our second reading. The Lord comes and He will judge the living and the dead. That is not just Christians. That is everyone. Some will be prepared to receive Him and some will not. And this is the heartbreaking thing is the response of the wise virgins to the foolish when they say there won't be enough for all of us. So you have to go get your own oil for your lamp. And I say heartbreaking because as a middle-aged pastor now, I've sat with too many people for too long who wished they could give their faith to someone they love. To their spouse, to their children, to their grandchildren, to their friend. Have you ever tried to give your faith away? You can share your witness, but a person's faith is their own. We have all the gifts we need from God to be built up in our faith right now. 
should we care to take advantage of them? We don't want to wait till the moment he arrives to try and cram for our finals. <laughs> and that's the hard part, is that when he does appear, he appears at the darkest hour. He appears in the, at the moment when no one's expecting him. When it gets dark out, this is when the Lord appears to all of us. There will come a moment for each and every one of us when we will close our eyes for the first, or for the last time, excuse me, and the darkness will become complete. And in that moment, His light, which we had to follow by faith, we will be able to see. And that's a moment we all look forward to or we're terrified by. His presence will not make the darkness less complete. It will make it bearable as He carries us into His own glorious eternal light and we receive eternal life. What an amazing thing to look forward to. If we look forward to it. There was a show in 2002... Um, we got we got obsessed. There were a whole series of these shows on PBS. Um, they were called um, This House. And it wasn't this old house. This was a different thing. They would take people... These were the first reality shows. This was before they got popular on mainstream television. They would take people and transplant them and put them in an old home and make them live like it was 1900. Or make them live like it was this or that. They did, this, did a series of these. Well, the, one of the ones they did was called Frontier House. And they pretended that they were... You guys remember the land uh, act was put in a movie called Far Away. It was Nicole Kidman and uh, Tom Cruise. Where once upon a time in America, you could go out west and they would give you a day. And from sunrise to sunset, as much land as you could walk around and get back, that was your property if you would farm it. They were trying to settle uh, the Great Plains. And um, they pretended that these people were back in that time period. They stuck them in houses. And what happens, you live that way for five months and then the, the, a group group of experts on the period comes in and evaluates whether you would have survived in, in the time period. So they had all these different families at this, in this house, uh, these different houses. They formed a little town. They did all the things that towns did together. And what was amazing was at the end of the, at the end of this season, they put them in in the spring, they had till fall. At the end of the season, they brought the experts in. And not even one family would have made it through the winter that was to come in Minnesota that year. And you know what they were all missing? They had two things they didn't do. Not one of them had cut enough hay to feed the animals. And not one of them had cut enough firewood to warm their house. The two most fundamental things. They told them at the beginning of the year, any free moment, cut hay, cut wood. <laughs> And not one of them had enough that they would have survived the winter ahead. See the hay and the wood don't make the winter less cold, but they let you survive it. And it's the same way with us. It will rain on the just and the unjust. Christian faith will not make life easier necessarily. In fact, sometimes it's going to make it harder but it will make it bearable in the most important ways 
Because we are looking for a kingdom that is yet to come. And our hope is not totally wrapped up in what we see around us. Conversely, because we're looking for that wonderful kingdom to come, we can turn and love to serve those around us who we know are having just as hard a time as we are some days. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Let us take a moment and pray as we think about these things. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank You for the opportunity to be together and hear some words. They're not the most pleasant words we hear from Jesus' lips, but they're important words. You remind us of the ultimate things we are involved in in this life. We ask, O Lord, that You help us avail ourselves of the opportunities You graciously give us. You have not only given us Your Son, You've given us Your Word that testifies to Him. You've given us faithful teachers to surround us. You've given us friends in the faith to journey with. And You have fed us at Your holy table with Your own body and blood. Gracious God, help us to take all these forms of spiritual oil and pour them into our lamps. Make ourselves available to You so that when You come in glory, then we will be ready to receive You. These things we ask in the name of Him who speaks such words of hope and warning. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Be thou my best heart in the day and the night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence my light.